Today, we've got a guest back who at one point was doing over a quarter of a million dollars per month on Amazon, then it had it all taken away, and now she's reinvented herself as a fitness celebrity out there. She has her own gym and everything, and she's going to talk about her Amazon journey, and she's going to give us tips and tricks on how to stay healthy as entrepreneurs. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. Are you browsing a Shopify, Walmart, Etsy, Alibaba, or Pinterest page, and maybe you see a cool product that you want to get some more data on? Well, while you're on those pages, you can actually use the Helium 10 Chrome extension, Demand Analyzer, to get instant data about what's happening on Amazon for those keywords on these other websites. Or maybe you want to then follow up and get an actual supplier quote from a company on Alibaba.com in order to see if you can get this product produced. You can do that also with the Helium 10 Demand Analyzer. Both of these are part of the Helium 10 Chrome extension, which you can download for free at h10.me forward slash extension. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I am your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show that's a completely BS-free, unscripted and unrehearsed, organic conversation about serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the e-commerce world. And we've got a serious seller. Probably this might be the record of the most time between coming on the podcast. I think the the first time you came on the podcast is probably like three Maybe four years ago. Yeah. Uh, we've got Carabella here. The last time you were on the podcast, did you film it here too? We didn't film it here. But you came here for something else then. I before. came here for, there was a conference or some sort. Mm-hmm. We were teaching something. It was an Amazon the elite, event. The elite. elite. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I was about to say like, you might be one of the only people who have recorded in this old, this is the original Helium 10 podcast or the second Helium 10 podcast studio, but we don't even, I don't even record here anymore, but okay. So this is your first podcast here. First time in a few years. Mm-hmm. All right. So if you guys want to get her like full, full backstory, her original episode was actually episode 64. Now we're like at 500 something, but anyways, let's kind of like catch up because at that time you had your brand Dollface. Mm-hmm. And then you were going through some drama back in those days because then somebody was trying to come and say, hey, this is no, this is our trademark. And I believe how we left it off was you basically had to like sell them your inventory or sell out of your product or what happened? Yeah, exactly. So the company was named Dollface, but they were selling cosmetics. I was so new to business and online business. I was very naive. My thing was, I'm just going to reach out to them, see if they can approve me getting my trademark because the... USPTO, I think, mm-hmm, who does mm-hmm. trademarks, they were saying there's somebody else that has something similar. You can't do it. So I said, I'll just reach out to them. We're not really competition. I'm doing, you know, skincare tools. They're doing skincare creams. They said, no way. Mm-hmm. So then I said, okay, I have all this inventory. You're already selling skincare. Why don't you just take it? They said, okay, sold it at cost. And then we went from there. And then I went out of business, out of Dollface. Out of Amazon, completely out of at Amazon, that time. Yeah, yeah, completely at that time. And then I started doing drop shipping, wholesaling. I started doing audiobooks. I still have my audiobooks on there. I made the- uh, All of these on Amazon? All of these on Amazon. Okay. So I did a fitness tracker book, things like that. And I was selling those. Yeah. So completely different business. And then that was around the time, like- at that time, you were kind of like a, a micro influencer in the beauty, uh, you know, scene because that was what your product was. Right. But then you kind of like I remember that was when you first started doing like fitness videos on YouTube. Yeah. Did you I, like make a new YouTube channel or you just switch your existing YouTube channel to the the fitness stuff? Yeah, I switched my existing YouTube channel. I completely pivoted. 
I just started posting workout content and all my subscribers were like, what is going on? <laughs> and I just took down all my skincare stuff. Uh -huh. And a lot of people unsubscribed. They were like, we're here for the skincare. Mm -hmm. And I said, okay, see you later. But I just started posting workout videos. I had a tiny little apartment and I started doing these little workout videos in the dark. Basically it looked so bad. And then little by little, I started my community there. What, uh, what prompted that? Like, were you just so like, so fed up with what happened with the beauty stuff? Like, I don't want to do the skin or the skincare stuff that I don't want to do this anymore. Or you're like, you know what? I think there's a need. I, I see a, you know, like an opportunity for me in the, in the fitness world or how did that happen? It was kind of like a passion thing. I took Ty Lopez's course, 67 steps. And he was saying, what could you do all day long and love it? and talk about it. And I was getting burnt out on the skincare thing. I was making too many videos. My skin was breaking out. I didn't even wear makeup in reality. It was just like not aligned with me. Yeah. I was just selling it to sell it and it was selling. So I was focused more on money there. When I said, what could I really do and just do it endlessly? It was fitness. I worked out every day. I ate healthy. I was just in that lifestyle and it didn't feel like work. Okay. So I just jumped in. All right. Now how you know, the other Amazon stuff, you know, audiobooks, drop shipping, like how did those work out for you in the meantime? Was like, was that the income that was sustaining you uh, in yeah. those days? So I did drop shipping and I did wholesaling and I didn't do anything for fitness. Mm -hmm. I just kind of learned how to do all this drop shipping. So I was pulling What kind products. of drop shipping? I was pulling products from Walmart okay. and I was selling them on Amazon. I used to do that too until, until Amazon and it started was cracking money down. money making, oh. baby. Oh my goodness. Like I think in one like November, December, I probably did like maybe $200,000 in just like one or two months. It was insane in those days. Yes. Yeah. Literally million dollars in like a few months just in, you know, that selling. And it was crazy. And then slowly, and I started opening more Amazon accounts. This was before they got so strict. So yeah. I had multiple selling accounts. I had multiple LLCs and I was doing all this stuff with Walmart. And then I was also using Home Depot. I was using yep, Costco. Yep, yep. I was using all these other places to fulfill from because Alibaba and AliExpress, it just took way too long. And people on Amazon, they want their orders. But yeah. people started telling on me, taking pictures of their Walmart bags. Why is it? That, that was so ghetto. Walmart was ghetto in those days. They would straight take DoorDash. I think they still do it a little bit like DoorDash drivers. And they would like literally leave a plastic bag of Walmart. And this is supposed to be an Amazon order. It's oh yeah. yeah I remember that. And I got busted, but I made a lot of money very quickly yeah. and it was pretty successful for a while. Yeah. And, now and so then what, and then uh, how about the books? Did that do anything for you? Yeah. So I wrote a few, I wrote a planner, a fitness planner. It was like scan the QR code and work out for 60 days with me mm -hmm. in a planner. So you scan the workout, you scan the QR code, you get a workout and then you do, you know, I ate this today. And it's a weight loss book, basically a little bit digital because the QR code. And then from there I said, okay, what about Kindle books? I took a course called publishing.com or something like this, where they teach you how to build out Kindle books and eBooks. And so I started doing that. I made a couple of those and those are still on Amazon just listed there. Okay. <laughs> I don't even look at them. <laughs> so uh, around what year from when to when I'm assuming it was after we, we had the podcast, obviously. Mm -hmm. So late 2019, mm -hmm. you started doing the drop shipping. How, how long were you doing the, the drop shipping? Stuff? I did the drop shipping for, I think two years. So, oh, okay. So it was a decent amount of time, decent amount of time made a lot of money, built a little team. I had a bunch of VAs, you know, it was pretty successful. And then from there I was already doing the fitness recording 
I had my YouTube, YouTube channel. Okay, okay, yeah, I had okay. my YouTube channel and I had this drop shipping thing going on simultaneously. And then you said you were doing a little bit of wholesaling. Like well, what kind of uh, um, was that? Uh, that was like Amazon business where I found pretty big suppliers that were selling in bulk and I would list on Amazon and then same thing like using Costco, using Sam's Club, these type of places. And I would just fulfill bulk orders at a discount. What do you mean by bulk fulfilling bulk orders? Like a wholesale. So if somebody orders like 200 units instead of one or two. On Amazon? Yeah. So also oh, you made like a, like a very, was it like a variation where it was like 200 or they literally had to order 200 items. They literally have to order like 200 items of something. Interesting. There was a, okay. there was an Amazon business section sector and I got in there and I was able to sell bulk orders. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. And then, all right. So now what year are we about? Like so when we were talking about the second year, 2019, of this, 2021, 2020, 2021, 2021, end of 2021, 2022. And then I completely stopped all of that. No more drop shipping. Amazon got crazy. They did, they closed a lot of my accounts. I had mm -hmm. like one account open. I think I have one account open, which is where my books live. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then on the, um, on the YouTube side, was there a time you know, where it just started taking off or has it just always been gradual? You, Cause it's I remember you started really small, but yeah. now you're really big. It actually, it's not crazy big. It's like 6,000 subscribers still, okay. still kind of small, okay. but I feel like I have a very loyal following. And then I started doing selling from there. So selling inside of there. So I created a Shopify store with like some workout things from Walmart. People can come buy from my Shopify store, things like that. And then obviously, uh, YouTube pays you for ad revenue and super chats and all these things that you can do when you're going live and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. All so right. That yes. was always just gradual, steady, steady, steady. Yeah. I think that's important, you know, cause it's not always about the the number. Sure. Yeah. If you're like Mr. Beast, you know, like having, yeah, he's that, a beast. yeah having that number of followers obviously is good for you, Yeah. but other, you know, you could have like a hundred thousand followers and then if you're not doing branding or you're not really personal, like it doesn't really do you any good because people only, they're not following you. They're just like, all right, I'm subscribed to this. Oh, there's, there's another video. Yeah. That was like when I started on YouTube, like a long time ago for the Zumba stuff, mm -hmm. I was following a lot of people. But then I thought about, I was like, if I saw these people like in an Amazon or Amazon, see, I always think about Amazon nowadays. <laughs> if I saw these people like in a Zumba conference, I literally wouldn't even know who they are. Right. Or I don't, I don't know their names and stuff. So I'm like, if I'm going to do YouTube, it's like, uh, how do I make myself memorable? And that's why I created that character where I mm. wear the crazy socks and, and different things like that. But you kind of have to have a thing that makes it personal. Then you can have like six or 7,000 followers. Yeah. And then it, it still, uh, still works out for you. Yeah. And you can monetize it and it's still good. And then from there, I started doing fitness for brides and teaching online. Ah. Yeah. I was doing that. I would do Zumba classes for, you know, guys, don't get it twisted for bachelorette parties. <laughs> It wasn't, it, it, the clothes <laughs> stay on, all right? But, you know, like like weddings are very stressful. Oh, yeah. And they're like, for weeks, they're just like going crazy. And mm -hmm. they're like, hey, all right, a couple of days before the wedding, we just want to kind of like get our endorphins out and just like work it out, you know, yeah. what kind of, and so like I would make a lot of money doing bachelorette and there, there'd be good dudes there too, you know, that'd be kind of strange, you know, yeah. like, but, 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 you know, so, so that's a, that's a, that's an interesting thing. So then you would, you would. Like, was it mainly like, hey, get the bride in shape over a yes. certain amount of time yes. or something like that? Exactly. Ah, okay. From there, I started doing my YouTube. Amazon was like way gone. Mm -hmm. Didn't even focus on it. I started doing more personal training, one-on-one -on -one stuff. And then I said, I can't do one-on-ones. This is going to be crazy. 
Like I have no time. Yeah. So then from there, I took a course. I'm look, oh, look at me taking all these freaking courses. I learned Amazon from a course though. Too. But hey, you see, the, the, you see, hey guys, r- real quick takeaway here. Everybody takes courses. Very few people actually act or actually do what they learn. You know, but like, I take a course. Oh, great! I learned so much. It was great. Or are you doing it now? No. Like maybe they haven't all worked out, but literally she. You know, she took a course on Amazon. She started Amazon. She took a course on wholesaling and dropshipping. She started doing that. Now she took she took a Ty Lopez course. She started, you know, she did something <laughs> off that. I like that. I, I wish more people were like you, but but go ahead anyways. Yeah, it's a finisher mindset, right? There you go. Yeah. I did the publishing course. I made books on uh, on Amazon. They're still there selling. Like you get royalties from them. So I took this course, Ruben Brooks, he's a coach and he teaches coaches how to build their online presence for fitness. So I took his course. It was expensive, like course. And I was like, I'm going all in. So I built out my online program. He said, you need to niche down. I said, okay, who can I teach? I had experience in the bridal industry from way before I started selling on Amazon. I worked with weddings and events. So I said, brides, they got the money. They want to look good in their dress, feel sexy. Their honeymoon after they want to be like ready. Mm -hmm. So boom, that became my niche. And I started building out my course for brides. And then from there, it just was kind of easy because there's a lot of brides in LA, especially Beverly Hills that have the money to take training. Okay. Yeah. So all this time, like you were saving money too from the Amazon. Cause I'm, I'm assuming you, you weren't like living. It's not called paycheck to paycheck, but disbursement to disbursement from Amazon. Yeah. You started saving up money. And then, so that means when, when that, you know, when Amazon cut you off on some, it's not like you were yeah. you know, on the streets or anything. No, no. Yeah. Always definitely have savings, have backup plans, keep your, and I did one-on-ones between. So after that, I did my one-on-ones. I made client. I mean, I made money doing, you know, one-on-one training in the gym and things like that. So from there I said, okay, online is the way to go about the course. I went to conferences in Arizona to learn about the industry. And then I started making money online again, but in fitness this time. Okay. All right. Yeah. Cool. So, at what point were you like, did you just kind of like shut down almost all of your Amazon? Like, like today you have no physical products. It's a hundred percent just like your, your digital products. Digital books. Yeah. Two digital books. They just are on Amazon. I don't even look at them. Was it, did you have like tons saved up or was it a little bit, was there a time where you're kind of scared? Like, okay, Amazon's not going to work out. How, you know, like I better get a, you know, get something else, you know, pretty fast. Or, or did, was that other income from the training and stuff already uh, going by that time? Yeah, it was already going by that time. I was also, I'm also very much a worker person. I look ahead a lot. So mm-hmm. I'm seeing like, okay, I'm stopping Amazon. They're closing my channels. I'm going to get my personal trainer certification so I can start teaching people what I love. I'm already, and this was already in my mind because I was teaching people how to do it on YouTube without a certification. So then I thought, why not be more legit and then offer these things in person? And trainers can make a lot of money, especially where I live. You can make a lot of money per hour. So I had already kind of foreshadowed what I wanted to do before Amazon cut me off completely. So I had savings I and I didn't live beyond my means, which a lot of people I feel like do, yeah. which is bad running up their credit cards, especially in not, California, not paying <laughs> their thing. I had a Mazda. I think you knew me yeah, then yeah. I had a Mazda. I lived very humbly. So I didn't have all of this debt on my head and I didn't have too much to play catch up with. 
Yeah. Okay, cool. Was there a point where just the train on their own like completely replaced what you were doing on Amazon or was there it was it still a little bit less? Still a little bit less. It okay. was less in person for sure. Yeah. And then when I started to build scale with the online program and I could have way more clients than just like six a day, because six a day is like six hours of your life. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Hold on. Maybe I miss out. Like I'm kind of like spazzy anyways. Hmm. Are you saying you were doing like online, like, like, like Zoom? Like, yeah. oh, okay. I, I, for some reason I missed that. Okay. Yeah. Ah, so then yeah. that, that just widens your bait instead of trying to have to find some, all right, let's find a gym that we can both go to or come to my, my yes. house or something. You were, somebody could be anywhere. Yeah, exactly. Ah, and okay. then I was doing training for brides and things like that. And then I built out courses. I already had libraries of videos on YouTube. I just put them in Trainerize, which is where all the videos live, like a course. Mm -hmm. And then all you have to do is reach out to people who are getting married. And I did the hashtag thing, the cold DM thing. Hey, I see you're going to get married. I see you just got proposed to. Hey, da, da, da. I'm a trainer. This is what I do. I'll give you a couple, you know, uh, seven days free, 14 days free. Check out my course. Boom, get a sale. This type of thing. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Now, um, at what point did it get in your head where it's like, I want to have a, my own like brick and mortar location, like a physical studio or always, always. So that was always, <laughs> this like, was always a, a dream. Mm -hmm. I love Equinox. I love working out and I always wanted my own place. And literally I put it on my vision board. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's on my vision board, this little studio with perfect yoga mats laid out with little yoga blocks. And then when I got my studio, I did the same photo shoot in there and I matched it to oh my, my vision goodness. board. It was one year later. Wow. I put it on my vision board and then one year later I got the opportunity. That's awesome. Yeah. So what was your thought process? Cause I believe it's a little bit unique where you're only catering to female clients, right? Like, was that always the plan or were you just like, kind of like thinking like an Amazon seller, how can I niche down or what was going on? A there? little bit like the Amazon seller. Mm -hmm. How can I niche down? How can I make it special? Yeah. Also being in the gym as a woman, sometimes you get unwanted attention. Mm -hmm. A lot of women feel the same way. It was a consistent thing I heard from my brides about being in a physical gym. It's uncomfortable. I have a husband, I have my man, this and that. I don't want to get gawked at, all this stuff. So I have to deal with that. Oh, no, I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> so I just thought, what a concept. Yeah. And I know the majority of gyms are full of men. Right. So I cut my audience in like half. Yeah. Maybe even 60, 40 because yeah. men just are in the gym, but we're doing something very different. It's only group classes and it's only for women. And if you go to gyms and you look at their group classes, it's all women. Yeah. When so. I was teaching Zumba, it was like 45 women and like two dudes uh, yeah. only. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all feminine, you know, style of movements, classes. So I feel like we're on the right path. Okay. Yeah. All right. So yeah, I mean, basically this, this episode is about guys. Hey, you guys are Amazon sellers out there. Um, and, and if you want to do this for the rest of your life, do it. Like, I think I might do Amazon for the almost rest of my life. You know, like I have no plans to do anything, but it's important to have, uh, you know, kind of backup plans too. And if, if something goes wrong with your Amazon business, it's not over, you know, like, like, like she, she's had a couple of two kind of major bad events happen on Failed. Amazon one <laughs> because of her trademark. She didn't, you know, do enough research and she got shut down and then she started again. And then again, because Amazon kind of changed her policies with drop shipping and things. And again, she didn't, she didn't let it knock her down. So, um, do you have like, you know, like financial advisors or, you know, planning and stuff, or it, have you just done everything on your own? 
Yeah, no financial advisors, no planning. I mean, I had a financial advisor when I got life insurance, but that's mm-hmm. as far as I've gone, you know, so far. Yeah. Hopefully I get huge and I'll need all of those. But right, yeah, right. At, from where I'm at now and where I was, no financial advisors. I did QuickBooks. I had an accountant, um, but that's the extent of it. Okay. Yeah. So um, what's what's in the like on the horizon for you, what's your plans? I mean, obviously this studio just started like a few months ago, right? We just opened about a month and a half ago. Okay. On the horizon, I want this studio to flourish. I'm only focusing on this one location first, but my big dream is to have a clothing line with this company, more locations with this company, and I wanna go worldwide. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Lofty I wanna goals. have like Bellatech clothing line, yoga mats, you know, huge events. You know how Aloe Yoga teaches mm-hmm. yoga to, so we're actually going to do our first event with Fabletics and USC. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's exciting. And the Clippers came into our studio looking what? for a place to train their girls. Yes. So we're right in the middle of downtown. That's my team right there. There you go. Yes. So yeah, we, wow. I really want to expand and make this a huge, huge company. I'm looking at it right now. A lot, like realistically, I just want to make this baby grow up. Yeah. yeah. So then you're almost guaranteed going to find your way back into physical products and online and e-commerce Yeah. because, you know, if you start doing merch or something for your brand and start doing, you know, making your own, I mean, you're going to, if you get popular here, you know, like right now you're probably just buying all your own like yoga blocks and, exactly. and mats and stuff. We and actually then, bought everything from Alibaba. From Alibaba. Okay. <laughs> but then you see, you, you could still do that, yeah. but then now you put your logo yeah. uh, on it and then, you know, sell it for, for people, especially since you're, Cause you're still doing the online courses and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So then in that case, you know, like it's not just, Oh, only the people who go to your physical location would be buying your stuff. You know, if you have customers all over the world, they could buy your stuff online. Exactly. And Bella tech is going to have an online portal as well, where people can work out with us from all over the world, even from this first location. I've already started building out with our web developer, an online portal for girls to work out from New York and they can join our Bella tech community from anywhere. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. All right. What's your advice for somebody else out there? Like maybe people nowadays obviously can't make money that quick the way you did because it literally doesn't exist anymore where you can just do drop shipping and stuff like that. But, but is it a matter of like, Hey, if you're selling on Amazon or Shopify or TikTok shop or whatever, like start putting some money to the side or, or what, what's your advice? Like, how were you able to succeed, uh, with life after Amazon? I feel like you just have to play it smart, be careful, but also take risks. And financially, don't be scared to like burn it and keep moving, but also just be careful. Like I'm not a financial advisor and so I can't really say much, but definitely focus on having a, like a cushion, a fallback cushion, save money, plan things for longer term, you know, think smart, think about your future because Amazon changes every single day. And like you said, you literally can't do that type of drop shipping anymore, those type of selling anymore. And that was insane. But yeah, I would say just, you know, focus, focus on being a little bit careful, but also still taking risks because you can't be too careful or else you won't, you won't grow. All right. We're going to talk, um, you know, the rest of this episode is actually something I've been doing the last year for, for guests on the episode is I've been asking them a lot of like non e-commerce questions like, Hey, Mm. what do you do? when 
you need to step away from your business. Because I think mm-hmm. all of us, you know, you remember how it was. Like, you can get so engrossed. Because it's fun, you know, sometimes. But, you know, like, like what's that meme? There's like a meme like, hey, uh, Amazon sellers are the ones who want to quit their nine to five just so they can work 16 hours a day. You know, like, because we, <laughs> we, we just get engrossed. And, yeah. and especially when you're work from home, you know, you could just like kind of let yourself go and not have great eating habits. So let's talk about uh, healthy habits. But first of all, what's yours? Like, you... Um, it's kind of like fitness is almost like your job. Mm-hmm. That was like, for me, like people asked me like back in the day, what did I do to stay in shape when I was in shape, like doing Zumba? Like I didn't have to, it, that was my job. Like, like I was doing 10 classes, 12 classes a week. I could almost eat whatever I wanted to, even though that's not good, but I would never yeah. gain weight because I'm just working out. But like, what about you? What about mentally? Maybe I need to take away from, or take a step back from the studio, take a step back from my training. I just need to have some me time. What, what's your go-to hobbies or things? Yeah. Uh, this is the most important thing for all of us entrepreneurs because we get obsessed and there's no work-life yep, yep, balance. Yep. And at the moment I have a brand new baby. I have no balance, but I force myself. You have to, a brand new baby. Yeah. Bellatech. Oh, okay. I was like, wait a minute. Uh, okay. My, I was like, I, did I miss something? Uh, <laughs> no, my business is like okay, a month okay. old. I'm looking at it like a child. It's helpless. Newborn. Yeah. Newborn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So ha- things that I do to step away, it's very hard to get away from my phone. Just, I don't know. It's an addiction thing, a obsessive controller thing, but I just go get massages turn my phone off, get a massage, put it on. Do not disturb. I ride horses. I get in nature. I love to run on the beach. I love to meditate journal. I'm a big journal. If anyone read the book, the artist's way. Okay. This book is amazing. It'll change your life. And so she talks about in that book that to sit down and do morning pages where you brain dump three pages a day and you give yourself time and then you, can, you know, understand yourself better, but healthy habits for me is giving yourself time alone, 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 not with friends. You know, I like to take a bath. I like to spend time in nature, go see my family sometimes. I mean, they're not very far, but I don't make enough time. They're my neighbors. They're I in know. San Marcos. Right? They yeah, are uh-huh. your neighbors. My sister just had her sixth baby. Can you believe? Your sister has six? Yeah. Wow. Six that's kids. crazy. Yeah. And then I'm in the gym every day. That were they, were they born at Tri-City? Hmm? Also, Tri-City Hospital right there? In I don't know. Okay. That's one. where my kids were born. There. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I don't know. But I, I saw the new baby on Thanksgiving and she's so cute. Aww. Yeah. But yet I, I work out every single day, 5 a.m. Make sure that you're choosing healthy foods, you know, your food is your fuel. Yeah. So if you don't choose good fuel, you're not going to have, you know, a good day. You're going to feel slow. Sluggish. Let's talk about that for a little, because yeah. entrepreneurs out there, I think 15 years ago is different, but nowadays, thanks to the apps from the devil, AKA DoorDash, Uber Eats and everything else, like it's just so easy mm-hmm. to, at least back in the day, maybe you were lazy. You actually ate better because, all right, I'll just make myself a ham sandwich or, or, or something, you know, which is probably more healthy than, all right, let me order McDonald's to be delivered to my doorstep. Exactly. What are some eating habits for the stay-at-home entrepreneur, simple things that they can keep in mind to stay healthy? Yeah, no breakfast. Do okay. intermittent fasting. I would say- How many hours on and I would off? say 16-8. 16-8. 16-8. So 16 hours fast, eight hours eat, no breakfast. I don't eat until 11 o'clock. My biggest meal is lunchtime. And then I take breaks. Make sure you take breaks, guys. Get off your butt, walk Mm -hmm. around, get your steps in, 10,000 steps minimum. 10,000 steps a day? Minimum. We just did that. Okay, hold on. Minimum. Hold hold on, hold on. 
we did this thing at work where it was like a challenge and they're like, all right, we need to do 7,500. And I was struck, like I was walking, like I would go an hour on the, I have like a standing desk. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I have the treadmill on the bottom and then I would do like an hour on that. And then there was some time where I was traveling. So I would like walk like two miles and I'm like, I'm still not at 10,000. I'm like, <laughs> what is it? To, or not even at 7,500. So like what? To get to 10,000, what does that mean? Does that mean I need to walk like three miles? Does that mean I need to spend an hour it's and a half on a treadmill? about six miles. Six, oh my goodness. It's about six miles, if you walk. Yeah. So I wear an aura ring, usually it's dead right now. And I see my step counts are insane. I mean, I walk 25,000 steps a day. But if you wanna be, if what? you wanna be like the hunter and gatherer people that we used to be walking everywhere, they did minimum 10,000 steps for women. Wow. Men's steps should be way more because you have higher testosterone. You have different bodies. So I would say 10,000 steps a day minimum, get up and walk around. And then your smallest meal should be dinner. So you go to bed light, Ah. but you're not hungry, Ah, you know? Okay. And then I don't eat after 7 p.m. Okay. So 11 to 7 is my window and that's all I get. Just water? uh, Yeah. Water. I like green juice, celery juice, ginger tea, things that'll flush you out also. Yeah. That would be my way to how to eat if I'm going to stay at home. And even if I don't stay at home, this is how I eat. Yeah. So maybe like, Hey, you know, maybe that seems unattainable. I mean, it seems unattainable to me, almost <laughs> 10,000 steps, but you can get a treadmill. That's all, you know, you can still be on your computer, but on your treadmill, like while you're doing it. But then I, the thing that I don't do enough of is, you know, like take walks outside. Mm-hmm. Hey, do you have a zoom call or a call that doesn't require to be in front of your computer? Take that zoom call on your phone, you know, right. maybe, and, and just take a walk. Um, Wow. Okay. Yeah. I need, I need to step on my, I need to step on my game here. Yeah. But don't forget health is wealth and you don't want to get to your wealth and be sick because you're not in good shape. Yeah. Like don't forget that your body is, should be your number one. And the sharper you are physically, the better your wealth is going to be, you know, it, and I saw something somewhere. I think it was the guy who does the 75 hard Andy Frisella. He told me, he said, when people see a a person in shape, they want to do more business with them. They want to work with them more because they see the discipline. So that discipline from your health transfers into other places of your life, like your business, getting things done on time, planning things out, showing up to meetings on time early, da, 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 da. Cause you build that habit. Okay. What about, I mean, apart from just steps, you yeah. know, like, like if that's all we're doing, that's great, but it's still not enough. Like what are some easy, maybe exercises the, the, the desk jockey, you know, can, can do just like break, you know, like you said, take breaks and stuff. So like, yeah. what should we, what kind of little mini exercises can we be doing during our breaks? Yeah. Jumping jacks, okay. push-ups, sit-ups. I would say planking for sure. Keep that back strong. Anything that's in the area that you're, anything you can do in a very small area. So mm. think about it. If I were to stand up here, I could probably do some jumping jacks. Yeah. I can get on the floor and do some pushups, simple things like that. For guys, if you have a pull-up bar at home, hang it on your door, do some pull-ups. You don't need a full gym to get in shape or to stay in shape. And then you burn calories a lot. Jump okay. rope, get a jump rope, stand outside. That's the best one. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, what about as far as counting calories, portion side, you know, you talked about ha- having dinner as your as your smallest, but like, you know, how much vegetables, fruit should we be having? Like, what do you think about these different trends? Like, you know, like carnivore diets and all this crazy stuff. I feel like it depends on the person, (laughs) not one diet fits all, but I would say depending on for calorie counting, if you want to lose weight, you got to eat less than your, your, your basal metabolic rate, which is like the minimum calories that your body burns at rest. How do you, how do you calculate that? that? Yeah. There's a, there's a aura ring. We'll track it. 
Your I'm, Apple Watch will track it. Oh, I have an Apple Watch. I didn't mm-hmm. even know I, I had that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Your Renfno scale will track it. These scales that scan through your feet, they'll track it. So they do this scan and they'll you'll be able to see, you know, your weight, your body fat, your muscle mass, your water, your you know, metabolic age, which is the age that your body is at in the state that you are in now, and then how many calories you burn at rest. So if you burn 1500 calories at rest and you want to lose weight, you better eat a thousand calories a day and mm. you will naturally lose weight. If you want to gain weight, you eat 2000 calories a day. Okay. It's very simple math. Okay. And I mean, uh, that is definitely going to help you lose weight, but then you want to have, you know, if you go to a physical checkup and have your good cholesterol high, your bad mm-hmm. cholesterol low. So what are some foods to stay away from? What are some foods that you think are must haves in your, in your diet? Yeah. Whole foods diet is the best diet, which means not whole foods. Amazon. See, No whole foods, like anything that comes from the earth, okay. chicken, eggs, spinach, greens, fruits, anything that comes from the earth, anything that comes from a bag and you don't know what's in it. When you read the ingredients, that's automatically not good for you. I don't drink sugary juices. I would stay away from sugar completely. I would do just foods that come from the earth. Must haves in your diet, eggs, chicken, steak, unless you're vegetarian, which I did vegan and it was a shit show for me. I'm sorry. Can I say that? (laughs) It was was not for me. You know, I did some blood work when I was vegan going through that. My protein tanked. My hair Mm. was falling out. I had low iron, low vitamins. Not for me. Some people are thriving on vegan. So I feel like it depends on the person's body, but whole foods diet is the best way. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, what other tips and tricks or anything can you, you give to our you know community out there? Try to de-stress, get an animal. Mm. I don't have an animal, but a lot of my friends have dogs and I ride horses. So getting around animals makes you feel happy, release dopamine, release stress. Also you have a companion and then just spending more time outside, fresh air, grounding, just staying staying a human in a digital world is so important and okay. that we get lost in that. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Any inspiring stories of people like transformations that you've had, you know, like maybe it's a bride or mm. maybe it's just one of your, you know, clients, your one-on-one clients um, where they actually like, all right, we're just going to go ahead and do whatever you tell me. And then they saw some like incredible results. Yeah, actually I have a lot, but I'll tell you this one, which I absolutely love this guy. I was training. He's a pharmacist, very successful pharmacist, very busy guy. We started training and he was basically lying to me. He's like, I'm not losing any weight. I'm not losing any weight. And we're working out three times a week. This and this is not working. And not everybody can eat healthy and lose weight. And I said, what are you eating? And he was like, I'm eating healthy. What are you talking about? Blah, 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 blah. And we sat down one time and I was so ruthless. I'm like, you're a liar. You're not (laughs) following the diet I'm giving you. Show me a picture of your food every day, every meal. So then we, we had this really tough conversation. Two months later, he lost 30 pounds. He was eating clean. He was training consistently and 30 pounds, he looked like a different person. He what did he take out of his diet? Like McDonald's. Also, he was eating he McDonald's was eating and Mc- complaining <laughs> that he wasn't losing weight. <laughs> he was eating out every single day, drinking alcohol. And he took all of that out of his diet. He started work. I had him on something very strict, like tuna, salad, water, and just almost like a keto. And he lost weight so quickly. He went from 193 to 163 in literally like two How months. How tall was he? He's five. 10. Okay. 
Oh, that, I mean, guy. 193 is not that, you know, like for, for a guy, yeah. I mean, unless you're like five, six or something. That's, yeah. All right. Can, can, can you give me his, uh, <laughs> his diet plan or the one that you gave him? I'll, I'll I could give you I a diet thir- plan. I want to lose 30 pounds it in a couple months. It is strict. Oh it's my goodness. strict, right. yeah. but I'll give it to you. All right. Yeah. I have yeah. it on my phone right here. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I'll give that to you. Cool. All right. So this has been a great episode because it's like, you know, we don't have, you know, like we have tons, of course, Amazon success stories on here, but success doesn't mean just success on Amazon. Just success in life is like, hey, are, are you happy? Are you, you know, supporting for you and your family and stuff like that? And you, you've achieved that. And it's, you know, sure. Amazon, you know, paved the way, but then you completely transition. It's n- nothing wrong with that. So guys, just don't be thinking that Amazon is the only way to success. It's a, you know, it could arguably be said that you wouldn't, you might not have been able to have enough to, to start this, you know, uh, Absolutely. business and stuff if you hadn't done the Amazon. So Absolutely. Yeah, use Amazon. And then if Amazon keeps working great, keep it rolling. I'm sure you would have loved to have kept doing like six figures I'm a month. I'm coming back you know, when but, I but get she's my, coming back. When my yeah. clothing comes out. Yes. And I know how to work it and Full I'm going to come back to I it. I love it. Yeah. All right. But then most importantly, again, this, you know, you guys know I've had some, a lot of health issues in the past. And so that's why this year I made sure to always ask the guests about their health re- uh, regime. And, and this is, you know, one of the experts in the game as far as that goes. So I hope you, you put uh, her advice uh, to use. Now, if somebody is, in, you know, if there's any of our female listeners out there who are in the like LA uh, area, how can they find out about your, your studio? Yeah. Check out bellatech.com and you can come in for your first class free. And all you have to do is register on the website. It's very easy. The steps are there. You can find me at Carabella Riazzo and DM me on Instagram. I'm very personable. I talk to everyone. I'm not the type of person who's going to ignore people except Bradley. Yeah, except me when I'm trying to get her on the podcast for like a year. <laughs> Just kidding. But yeah, so check us out there. We're at Bella Tech studio on Instagram and everywhere else. Yeah, awesome. come say right. hi. Well, it's great to see you again. Me and too. I hope the next time you see me, you don't recognize me because I'll be like the more fit version. Let's go. I right. believe in you. I love it.